The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. As I've traveled around the country and come back in times past, I've, I've often, as I flew in or after I got on the ground, taken a look around here and said, what a place this is we live. Um, you, you come back from uh, somewhere in the deep south or somewhere in, in, in the gritty far east and, and you, uh, you all of a sudden look around Santa Barbara and you go, whoa, <laughs> this is the place. And God has really blessed us here in this place. And I've often uh, wondered that I got a chance to stay here in this place, to grow up here, uh, to literally come here as a, a very young man and grow up in the soil here. We have been planted here together in such a lovely place, in such a lovely county. It is soil that has been blessed by fair weather. It's been blessed in so many ways and, and, and I've often thought it's, it's a pretty nearly perfect place that we, we live. And if you pass uh, from Santa Barbara on up through San Inez Valley and then on up the central coast, and you look around, if, if you don't just drive from place to place, but if you truly look around, you will know that you are on ground that has been blessed by its creator. We have here rich soil that has been kissed by a fortunate blend of sun and rain. And you see practiced here in this beautiful place a kind of agriculture, a kind of agriculture that is, is perhaps more art form than farming. We see vineyards all around us in this county. And as you drive by the vineyards of our county, and even better yet, if you take a little bit of time, if you take a little bit of your time out, from running from one place to another, and you take time to go through that gate and down that gravel road, then you will find that in that vineyard you are entering into a place of wonder. And if you have the eyes to see it, the vineyard is a place that has a mystical correspondence to spiritual things. You will learn lessons there that you might not learn downtown. Everywhere you look in the vineyard, you see the signature of the loving care of the owner of the place. A vineyard is not just the work of one season. You don't just plow the ground, throw some seeds, and go away. A vineyard is the lo loving labor of a lifetime the rootstock of, of the vines comes from parents that the owner has carefully selected. The owner has looked for certain qualities and he has picked rootstock. And then a cutting is taken from a parent vine. Uh, maybe it's from a vineyard somewhere far away that, that the, the owner wants to see some special characteristics of the grapes that he wants to produce. And 
this little cut stick that looks like nothing so much more than just kind of a dead twig, it's placed in sandy soil, and like some kind of magic, it begins to take root. This little thing, this little, little pruning, this little cutting that was just a dead twig takes root. And all of a sudden, something wonderful begins when that root begins to, to take. It is planted, and if you've been in a vineyard, you know what it is I'm talking about. It's planted in winding rows beneath a trellis of wire. And since the owner knows exactly what it is that he wants to produce in the vineyard, since he knows exactly what he's looking for, he may graft onto that rootstock, cut stock from all sorts of different sources. There may be um, from, from, uh, from France, from Germany, from Australia, somewhere far away, somewhere that he has brought to this place to grow something special. And if you drive down the road in the vineyard and you look kind of from a distance at, at the vines as they're all together, have you ever thought what a vine looks like? It's kind of like this. It looks kind of like a man with his arms raised up, lifting up, reaching for something beautiful. Now it takes um, anywhere from three to five years before the first harvest happens in a vineyard. Uh, and along the way, getting to that harvest day, there's a lot of work that goes into it. There's, there's pruning, there's training. That, uh, that, that man, that, that man vine gets tweaked. He gets pruned. He gets parts cut off that aren't productive. He gets trained into the shape that the owner wants him to be into. And for a long time, if, if the owner comes to the vineyard, he doesn't see a whole lot happening there except these kind of bare vines that aren't really producing much of anything. Now, and if you were to come during one of those, those seasons where nothing much had been produced and look at it, you'd go, this thing's useless. What a waste. What a waste of time this is. But the owner of the vineyard sees beyond that day to the day of harvest. He looks at the vine like a prophet. He looks at the vine and sees the day of harvest, not the day of pruning. So when the first fruits finally do appear, there's a great celebration. Um, I, I met a vintner one time who said to me, you know it takes a lot of beer to make good wine. <laughs> and along the way, along the way, there is a little celebration ahead of time. But on that day where the first harvest really comes in, from the very dawn of time, all races of mankind have had some kind of a dance that they did at that time. It's been a time to dance and to lift the grapes up to heaven. For somehow we all know, all people throughout the world, and as an anthropologist I can tell you from all kinds of places this is the truth, from all over the world, 
people have lifted up their first fruits to God. For we know with, with a shared intuition that somehow in the mystery of this day of harvest, these grapes are there to bring us a joy that is more than just a flavorful fruit, something tasty that's there and passes away. We know that the grapes hint, they hint mystically, spiritually, at something much deeper. The vineyard and its grapes may be lifted up and transformed into something heavenly. And perhaps in that, we ourselves might be lifted up and transformed. If the fruit of what we do with our hands, with our labor, can be transformed, maybe we can be transformed too. So that is why it was said a couple weeks ago at the Feast of Transfiguration, at the blessing of the grapes, Bless, O Lord, the new fruit of this vine, which thou hast graciously pleased to permit to come to maturity, and let it be unto joy for all those who shall partake. Somehow it is not only the vineyard and the grapes that are lifted up, but it is we ourselves. For this vineyard that the Lord spoke about in the gospel today, this vineyard is the very kingdom of God. So when the bishop comes to us, he comes to us and, and he stands in the, in the door here in all his, his, his fine vestments and, and majestically he says, as he turns to the people, he chants this blessing, O Lord, O Lord, look down from heaven, look down from heaven and behold and visit this vineyard and perfect that which thy right hand has planted. Now to be sure, I'm, I'm no bishop. And all the church says, Amen, thank you Jesus. I may not be a bishop, but at the altar, that is what we priests pray. Something similar to that. We pray that the Lord will visit this vineyard here and perfect that which his right hand has planted. We pray that in hope, and we pray that with certainty. Now, that's not just some pious poetry. That's not just some homiletical playing with words. That is the fact, and, and that is a fact that ought to get you up in the morning. Number one, because the Lord planted you each here. And number two, because the Lord will perfect you in this place. He brought you here from all over the place. He cut your little, your little cutting off somewhere far away and brought you here to this place to get perfected, to get planted, to grow into something special in the company of these. Walking down the road of this beautiful vineyard. Our Lord has hope for us that we may not see ourselves. We may not see that far ahead, but he sees it. This vineyard, if you have the eyes to see it, is more beautiful than anything Firestone or Zaka or Sanford or any of the rest came up with. He who planted this vineyard left his signature upon it, and he loves you each, and he walks among the rows of this vineyard here, 
and he cultivates and he prunes and he caresses gently with sun, with rain, with, with everything that's needed to grow. He knows each one of you little twigs that got, got grafted in here. He knows each of us and he knows what we're going to produce. He knows you by name. Uh, you may wonder why we commemorate all the, the old saints' names that are so difficult to pronounce and, um, and uh, you know, who was that, who was that. Well, you know something? The Lord remembers each of them by name. Just as he walks among the rows here and he remembers each of you by name. Cole, John, Ethan, I mean all the rest of you, Diane. As he walks among the rows here, he knows everybody by, by their name, by their need, and by that wonderful fruit that they're going to produce in their life. When we walk among these rows, we also ought to give thanks for one another. We ought to give thanks for those that we're planted here together with, and we ought to love them, just each one of you, just like the Lord loves each one of us. So that's why we come to this place, and we lift up our arms like, like vines reaching up to heaven. And not only do we reach up to heaven and we reach out to one another, we reach out from the door there to extend the grace of this vineyard to the whole world. This blessed work ought to be extended. It ought to grow. As we mature, we ought to extend that to those outside. We pray that we can carry the fragrance of this vineyard, the fruit of this vineyard, out to a barren and needy world. It is not cultivated out there. You do not see the hand of the loving creator quite so clearly as you see here. But out there, we can carry what we've received here. We can carry those grapes. We can lift them up and say, look how beautiful these are. And we can dream. We can dream of the day, the joyful day of harvest, and when you greet one another, greet one another with that dream. Greet one another. And may this vineyard flourish to the glory of God the Father.